Hi, welcome to Theater Corner. I'm your host, Michael Taylor. As a lifelong theater enthusiast and a board member for one of the top theaters in the country, I've seen firsthand the positive effects that diversity and inclusion can have on the stage and the theater seats. This interview series was created as a way to share my passion for theater and promote diverse voices throughout the national theater scene. We sit down with some of the top professionals in the entertainment industry to discuss training, careers, advice for young actors, and how to make theater matter to more people. This is our inaugural interview of our brand new series, the Theater Corner Youth Actor Series. Our first guest is the incredibly talented Faith Nibby. So, silence your cell phones, folks. You're entering Theater Corner. This is the story of the creepy cat. Don't turn out the lights. It all started one rainy night when Catherine heard a scratching at her window. She peeked out to see a coal gray cat with yellow eyes sitting on her second story window pane. How'd you get all the way up here? She thought as she opened the window and took the cat in her arms. As she dried the cat, she noticed a collar that said, Ashes. Ashes, where's your owner? Catherine asked. The cat just looks back at her, almost like it was smiling. Welcome to Theater Corner. Hi, thank you for having me. And congratulations. This is the very first interview of this new series. Mm -hmm. And so uh, we're, we're here to celebrate you and, and your incredible talent. <laughs> You're 15 years old. Yes. And so the natural question would be, how old were you when you started this uh, track of, of performance? Yeah, I started performing when I was four years old, and I started doing dance recitals and school plays like that. Is there a, a, a certain incident or a certain performance or something that just kind of hit you over the head and said, hey, I want to do this? Yeah, so I was four years old, and I went to go see Peter Pan at the Civic Theater where Kathy Rigby was playing Peter Pan. And at the end of the show, uh, Kathy Rigby flies out into the audience and says hello to the audience. <laughs> and uh, she came over, and she was flying, and she gave me a high five. And Whoa. from that moment, I said, I really want to do that. I don't know how, I don't know where, I don't know when, I want to do that. Wow, that's, that's amazing. Yeah. And so I understand you, you had an encounter with her after that, actually. Yes, I was doing Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat, and it was, I believe, opening night. And the, we were doing the meet and greet, and then from the corner of my eye, I saw Kathy Rigby, and I said, oh, wait a minute, is that Peter Pan? <laughs> And my mom said, yes, that, that's Peter Pan. Wow. So I ran over to her and gave her a big hug, and I told her this story. Wow, that's, yeah. that's just amazing. And so you also do voiceover. Yes, yes. <laughs> so um, my very first voiceover anything um, started in South Park. I was singing with a choir, and we were singing uh, the song Put It Down, basically telling Donald Trump to put down his phone from tweeting on Twitter. <laughs> And that actually got nominated for an Emmy about a year later. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> you performed with the choir yes. on that episode. Mm -hmm. what, what was it like being in that space? Everybody was very professional, but we all had a great time. We were, we were telling jokes and stuff like that. But 
we were all very focused and we learned the song pretty fast. And they were actually animating while we were singing the song. So oh. they animated based off of our facial features. So there's a character that actually looks like me in the choir that you see. You also perform with the regular choir group. Tell me about this choir group. Yes, so I sing with Voices of Hope Children's Choir, which is based out of a church. And we made it to, the, to America's Got Talent. Wow. And we made it to the semifinals. And the quarterfinals and the semifinals were done in the Dolby Theater. That had to be a pretty amazing experience. You squeezed quite a bit into a short uh, uh, 15 years. Oh, yes. You are a theater performer and you're also a film performer. You've done some short films uh, and other projects. Yeah. And so tell me about the difference uh, between those two mediums in your experience. Yeah, what I've noticed is with theater performance, you have a lot of energy from the audience and from the cast members around you, and there's a lot more people in a theater. Um, and you're also projecting your voice a lot more, so it's a lot more action-packed, I guess I'd say. And with film, um, you don't have as many people there, and you're playing to a camera most of the time, or maybe to another person or something like that, but you're really channeling energy from yourself and not from yeah. anybody else. Right, right. Which one do you actually prefer? Which one that kind of makes you feel more whole as an actor? Hmm, I think film. And I think the reason why I'm saying film is because I love being behind the camera. And I can sometimes pull stuff from theater and make it my own in film. And I love theater, but film, it just has a special place in my heart. Congratulations, and you were signed by NBC uh, Universal. Yes. And so you're, you're the host of the spine-chilling stories. Yes, I am. <laughs> That's, it's really quite a, an exciting uh, uh, show. I mean, I, I've watched a few episodes, and I followed your advice. I didn't turn off the lights. <laughs> <laughs> so but the, tell me how that came about, and tell me about the show in general. Yeah, so I came in to audition for a game show. And I thought, I'm just going to audition for a game show. If I don't get it, that's all right. And then the same director from the game show emailed my mom and said, hey, I actually have another show I'd like your daughter to audition for. Um, it's about scary stories. And scary stories are scary. <laughs> um, and I was iffy on auditioning. But my mom insisted that I audition. And I said, all right. So I auditioned. Um, and I, I eventually got it. We did um, two seasons. This is my second season doing Spine Chilling Stories. Wow. Yeah, and I'm the narrator, so you'll see my face from time to time, but it's mostly animated, so everything's original. Everything's original animations, original story, and it's also very scary. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you're, again, to add to your list of talents, so you're, you're also a musician. Yes. Tell me about your, your musician career. Yeah, so I play the flute in the San Diego Youth Symphony, and I am playing with a bunch of other people who are my age. This is my second year performing. And because of the whole coronavirus pandemic, we were actually going to put on a big end-of-the-year concert, but that event that got canceled. So uh, the concert is now, I believe, on the San Diego Youth Symphony um, website or their YouTube channel. But we did a really big, um, a really big performance, mm -hmm. and 
It was sad that we couldn't do it in person, but at least we were still able to be together. And I also realized that Zoom is not good when it comes to playing instruments. (laughs) You can't hear anybody. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) And so how long have you been playing the flute? I've been playing the flute since fifth grade, so that's five years. You are sort of what some people would describe as an old soul, and you're you're very (laughs) comfortable, extremely comfortable in front of the camera. But, uh, I mean, some of the most seasoned professionals uh, get nervous. How, how do you manage that, uh, perhaps, you know, as you're getting started and, you know, before the nervousness goes away, how do you approach that? So I do still get nervous when I'm in front of the camera, but I know that I'm going to do the best I can. I sometimes can't control what happens, mm. so I just have to take a deep breath and just move on, do the best that I can while I'm there, and what happens, happens. Very good. You've also had an opportunity to meet countless uh, actors, celebrities. Uh, Is there any particular encounter that sort of sticks out in your mind more than any of the others? Some that, you know, just kind of really captured you? Yeah, I'm thinking of two right now. Um, Really, the work of Vanessa Williams and the work of Debbie Allen is incredible. I met Vanessa Williams at a concert and When we were talking, she told me one thing that I'm going to keep forever. Mm. And she said, life is not always going to go your way, but that's all right. You just got to take a deep breath, do the best you can while you are in your event, and then just move on. What happens, happens. Wow. And Debbie Allen? Yeah. So (laughs) her work is just incredible, and she's such an icon. She's really done it all. And she really likes excellence. She really brings out the excellence in a person. And that's what I felt when I was around her. She loved excellence. And she could pull the excellence from anybody she was around. A lot of these opportunities that you you have as as a performer are kind of in in Los Angeles (laughs) and not San Diego. How do you manage that, uh, you know, going back and forth? And, and, you know, also with school. Mm -hmm. So I am homeschooled. I was taken out of public school to do How the Grinch Stole Christmas, actually, because I really wanted to focus on the show and doing schoolwork and doing the show at the same time. It, it's not, it's kind of hard. So I decided to move to homeschool. And I thought, oh, you know what? This will just be a year thing. I'll just go back to public school. I loved it so much. I'm still in it right now. So I find it works a lot with my, it works a lot better in my lifestyle. I have a much more flexible schedule. I'm not confined to being in school for like seven, nine hours. Mm. So I can do my schoolwork basically whenever. I can do it on the way to an audition in Los Angeles. Mm. I could do it um, when I get home. Sometimes I'm tired, but I can do it when I get home. And on those car rides, my sisters, we we all like to do our homework. How many auditions do you think you, you do every year? Hmm... Over a hundred a year. Over a hundred. Over a hundred a year, I think. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's quite a a grueling schedule. Yeah. Uh, My goodness, my my hat is off to you. On behalf of the old globe, I want to thank you for for performing in in the (laughs) Grinch, the Grinch Stole Christmas, our annual annual Christmas show we've been doing for over 20 years now. Yeah. And so, but you had a very special role. Tell me about this. Yes. So I played Cindy Lou Who's sister, Betty Lou Who. 
And I was able to be with such an incredible cast. I had such a great experience there. It's magical. Everybody says, Whoville's amazing. <laughs> and I think some people are thinking, it's probably not all like candy and rainbows, but it really is. It's amazing. The professionalism is amazing, but we have a balance between fun and professionalism. And I find that it's amazing. It's just, it's amazing. Uh, and I'm so privileged that I was able to be a part of the, such an amazing organization cast. Years from now, 10 years from now, what do you think would be like the ideal balance in terms of proportion of perhaps doing, you, do you see yourself doing theater 10, 20 years from now or, or mostly film? Um, I think I'll probably be doing a little bit more film when I'm older. Of course, I would love to do some more theater as well. And I also see my, I'm interested in medicine, so I would also like to become a doctor and maybe working with children, so maybe going the pediatric route. Not in a film, you're talking actual right, career. Right, <laughs> actual career. <laughs> what is it that's, uh, that's grabbing you about the medical field? I love that you're working with medicine and that you're able to help kids or helping anybody. And maybe while you're there, you could discover a new cure to a disease or something. Right. So that would be amazing. Maybe even a cure to COVID-19 if it's still around by then. I hope it isn't, but yeah. Yeah, that, that's incredible. What kind of advice would you give uh, three, now that you have a great deal of experience, what advice would you give to a young actor that's just embarking on this uh, same journey that you've already started? Yeah, I would tell them that they should embrace their childhood because it's really gonna go by like that. Mm. It's gonna go by really fast. So embrace being young, embrace not having to go through adult problems like paying <laughs> bills and stuff like that. <laughs> Love that you're free to do whatever you want for the most part and just Love your childhood. All right. And so a child that may be, you know, on the borderline thinking, uh, should, I, should I pursue acting? Should I not? Uh, what would you say to that, that child? I would say if they really want to do it and they're ready to put the work in and they're ready to just be an actor, I'd say go ahead. Of course, mm. if your parents are okay with it. If they're not, then <laughs> negotiate some things. But... <laughs> I'd say if you're ready and you feel like you're ready to put in the work, you're ready to spend maybe a little bit of extra money on some acting classes and mm -hmm. stuff like that, maybe getting some more advice from other professionals, then go right ahead. Like I said, this is, this is our inaugural interview for the series. And so we're about to enhance your life tenfold with really? our brand new Youth Actors Series uh, t-shirt. And you'll be the first one to receive this. What? So how about this? We we we've got you, we've got you uh, with the theater corner swag, Whoa. with the t-shirts, and we got a we got a hoodie for you. Oh my goodness, you, that's amazing! You are going to be the talk of the town, I tell you. <laughs> so we're gonna let you take that home with you. Here you go. Thank you. <laughs> wow. Incredible. It's been so fun to hear and chat with you here yeah. on Theater Corner uh, Youth Actor Series. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I, uh, I insist that you come back to the show, uh, I don't know, five years, ten years, uh, 
kind of see where your where your career has gone. Yeah, I uh, will. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe bring that Emmy uh, Oscar with you. Uh, oh my sit goodness. it right here in the middle. <laughs> but you're you're an amazing talent. I'm I'm really excited about the trajectory that your your career is going in and 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 please just keep doing what you're doing. All right, thank you. And thank you viewers for joining us for another episode of Theater Corner and we'll see you next time. Thank you.